Twitter, and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 God. Welcome into the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Charlie, we got Johnny, and we got you for Football Friday with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. As always, thanks for keeping the conversation going for this show and all the shows on ESPN 1000 brought to you by Connie's Pizza. And the news broke at 9 o'clock yesterday right here on Cap and J. Hood. We had this big announcement. We say, uh, stand by for this big announcement. And the announcement was supposed to be that Tom Ricketts is going to be with us today at 9 o'clock. But the announcement ended up being that Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, is now the CEO of the Chicago Bears. It's so good to see that Kevin Warren is in this position, Cap, replacing outgoing president and CEO Ted Phillips. Say that again. I can't hear well. Got a problem with the headphones there? A little scratchy. It was a little scratchy? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, I just get fired up. I get intense. Mm-hmm. Happens. Yeah. So, uh, so, again, the Bears named Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren as their president CEO on Thursday. Did you hear that? Say that one more time. The Bears named Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Got it. Kevin Warren. Now I'm starting to think that's not the headphones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dotage, maybe. Uh, that Warren will replace outgoing president and CEO Ted Phillips. Nah, nah, you, you got it, old timer. Yeah, I have got it, it off now? one ear. Okay, yeah, I'm working like Sylvie this morning. All right, yeah. But what? So I mean, so to me, Cap, and I saw Courtney Cronin's write up on ESPN about this. It's amazing that the mood has changed. Accountability is different now. It feels different. With uh, with now Warren in place. I truly believe we were talking about a new era for Bears football because they got the number one pick and the sound of the whole thing is different. Everything about what they're doing. But we were hoping, when will they get a president hired? Will it be by March 1st, the new league year? Will it be by the draft? Is it going to be this summer? And it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bam! He's going to be introduced on Tuesday. Folks, you wake up this morning and you got a different franchise. They went and got the best, most qualified candidate. They didn't worry about, well, what's his this and what's his that? Nope. Who's the best guy to do what we need them to do? Take us into the next century of Bears football. Help us build a stadium. And he checks every freaking box. I think it's an amazing hire. I think it's really cool to see where it's headed. Now, again, you also wake up and they were 3-14. and 14, But you got the top pick. You've got Justin Fields. Let's go. Kevin is a man of integrity, respect, and excellence, all of which are critical core values for the Chicago Bears. And we welcome his perspective and diverse thought to lead this storied organization. That's the quote from the chairman, George H. McCaskey. 
you know, and so everything that I read over the last, you know, 18 hours, 17 hours about uh, Kevin Warren is man of integrity, a guy that is a proven leader, all these things. And so we know the resume cap of someone that came from the Big Ten and is the shortest tenure ever of a Big Ten commissioner. But this is a step up in class even for him. He looked at everything around the landscape of the Big Ten and says, okay, so we got the television deals solidified. Some of those uh, Pac-12 teams will be coming over to the Big Ten. I presided over that. What's the next big challenge? Now, one thing about us as guys or those that really want to build something is we want to use our hands, right? Even as kids, you want to be able to put your toys together and say, hey, look what I built, right? This, these toys. Hey, look what I built. I was able to build something with these Legos. Same thing in business. You want to be able to say, okay, I built this. Okay, now what do I do? I'll kind of tear it down and make it something else. And so for him, it's kind of like I've done this with the Minnesota Vikings. I was able to come over here to the Big Ten, and now I'll be able to work with a story franchise in the Chicago Bears. What if I could sit in this chair as president, help build this new stadium, and also be part of a winning franchise? That'd be something for him. I look at it much like when the Blackhawks turned the corner when John McDonough and all of them went in there, but they had Kane and they had Tate. Justin's there. You have your quarterback. You have the number one pick. You need someone to lead the way and to help build an amazing stadium. Surround this kid with talent. And all of a sudden, <laughs> yes. you're going to look and go, wow. It may not be 23. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 24. Maybe it's 25. At some point, we're going to come on one day and go, wow, they're cutting the ribbon today on the new stadium, whatever they're going to call that. And we've got all these amazing players. We have our quarterback, and we have our star receivers, and we have our great defense and our offensive. And we're going to be talking about a playoff run. It's coming, folks. It is. It really is. And I know that many Bears fans, including us, like to see it happen yesterday. But this is what happens when you're trying to build towards something. And I, I will always be of the opinion, and it's not just my opinion, it's just the fact when you take a look at the NFL, it's very difficult to be able to build from the absolute bottom, from the ashes, right? I like baseball and some of these other sports where you can just tank out and then work your way back up. Now, Shay did outline for us there are a number of examples of teams that went from last to first. But the question is, how sustainable is that for every team, especially this franchise? See, we could talk about the Patriots and we could talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and some of these other teams, Cap, but it's the Bears. You know what we've been looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not, not just another Super Bowl since 85. We're talking about sustained success where every year you feel like the team is in it, where you feel like, hey, you know what? We're in the postseason again. Now what's going to happen? How do you build on your previous success? And so, but with the Bears, as Sylvie says, the pop-up stores that come up, here is a playoff appearance here, and now you're not in the playoffs for a couple of years, four or five years sometimes. Here's another playoff appearance. That's not good enough. That roller coaster of inconsistency is not good enough for this franchise. Not anymore. So look, at, I went back and I'm looking at the 2019 standings, and that was when we still had high hopes coming off 18. Hmm. Can Mitch take the next step? Is Nagy truly the right guy? He mm-hmm. was coach of the year. And if you look, the teams that are still around the top, they're still the really, really wonderful team. Like Kansas City got their quarterback. They have Kelsey. They had Tyree Kill and whoever else. And they have managed to navigate whatever drama they have to. Tyreek wants out. Okay, good. We're still at the top. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, they have had whatever they had to deal with. They're still battling around the top. 
in the teams that are bad are usually still bad. So I just look at this whole thing and I feel like it's going to take more time than people want to admit. But when it's built, it should have lasting staying power. Absolutely. And those teams you're talking about like Arizona in particular, right? Like Arizona or Cleveland, Jets, teams like that, right? Always hovering around the bottom. Correct. Yeah. Correct. The same teams are always there. If you go back to 2019, New England's at the top for the umpteenth year. Buffalo was second. Mm -hmm. Baltimore still battling to win the North. The AFC South, you actually had a Houston team pre-Deshaun drama. But the Titans, they've always hung around and been up there. Kansas City, they're there. The Eagles, they're there. The Packers, they're one that finally regressed this year. But they had how many years where they were hanging around the top? And the San Francisco 49ers, the Seahawks. Like, were the Rams a pop-up? Like Sylvie talks about, at least they won a championship. They tried hard. They, you talk about push all the chips in the middle of the table. Whatever it costs, let's get this done. Right. Let's get it. We got a new stadium. Let's get a Super Bowl champ. I know half the city doesn't care. We care. We're trying to win a Super Bowl here. Correct. We moved out of St. Louis out of that dump for a reason. Correct. <laughs> we, we want to win a Super Bowl, and that's exactly what they did. Now, what does that mean for the future? Maybe not so bright. Maybe not so bright, but at least they won one. They won one. Yeah. They got, if you're going to get a pop-up, get a championship. Like the White Sox in 05 mm-hmm. was a pop-up. It came from nowhere. But they won it all. We'll see what type of sustained success. I would rather get sustained success and have Ryan Poles build something every year we've got a bite at the apple in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Every year. Absolutely. Wow. Playoffs? Absolutely, yes. There's, there's the Bears again. Yes, Mora. Yes, in, in the playoffs. Absolutely. Playoffs every year. But this whole thing, Cap, and I told you yesterday, and I still you know, went to bed on it, woke up this morning, I still felt renewed as a Bears fan. Because Warren, just, not just because Warren was hired. It's because the Bears didn't middle. They didn't cut corners to try to find a replacement for Ted Phillips. You know how this usually works, right? It's just some guy that's been in an office someplace that is second or third string in the office as far as decision-making. You elevate him, put him in the office, and make him GM or make him a decision-maker. No, they went to the top shelf. Right. Top shelf does matter. It does matter because I will take my hat off to George McCaskey and the McCaskies. And I know people want to throw cold water on it, and that's fine because nothing's been proven yet. All I'm saying is that change is not just for change's sake. Change in this iteration of the Bears means they want to have staying power and power. They want to be able to have that, and that's important. There's cold water right there. Yeah, absolutely. I would also tell you that I would like to give a lot of credit to George and Virginia and Ted. You can talk about we would like to have more diversity in the league, or you can actually do it. Yeah. Kevin Warren did not get hired because he is a person of color. He got hired because he was the best candidate out there. He checks every box. Has he built a stadium before? Yep, did it in Minnesota, and the stadium's amazing. Has he worked in a front office other than that one? Yeah, he was with the Lions. Has he, does he know what agents think like? Yeah, he was an agent. Has he ever been a commissioner and run a league? Yep, he was the head of the Big Ten. Kevin Warren's done it all. He's an attorney. He's a highly educated man. And people that I talked to yesterday that know him mm-hmm. said, really good dude. Really good dude. Like, not, a, you're like, oh boy, here he comes. No, they love being around him. Yeah. So 
hats off to them. Yeah, all the people I talked to around the Big Ten, around college football, or, or around college football, were telling me, "Boy, the mood's going to change up there. There's going to be a sense of urgency with Warren in the chair, where it just feels like a different responsibility." This is no Cassie, no aspersions on Ted Phillips, but it's a step above because the guy has already built a stadium. He's already been the Big Ten commissioner. This is not him taking this job and then having one banana peel in and out of the the Bears to get to the commissionership. I actually think he wants to accomplish something here. I think he looks and says, you know what? I can go in there. We can get this stadium deal done together. Mm -hmm. And we have a quarterback. We have a good, young, bright GM that everybody in the league raves about. Yeah. Let's give him the tools he needs to get this thing where it needs to be. Yeah. I'm excited, man. As a fan, it's a new era. I'm really, it feels different. It's not the the difference of, oh, we got a new head coach and GM. Oh, that's great. No, it's it's more than that. We knew that the culture, the Bears had to check off all of these things. It's a culture. Now next is to be able to get it right in the draft and free agency and watch it develop and watch it grow. Look at the place we work here. Mm -hmm. They changed ownership. Yes. And... The culture here changed. Mm -hmm. Different. No question. We've all worked for a lot of program directors or general managers. All right, we're going to try new music, and we're going to do this, and different philosophy. Yeah. The culture has to change. Yeah. We worked for a lot of different program directors, some bad and some bad. <laughs> How much is the Bears organization changing? And that's over the phone line, Shane. Let's talk about this. 312 332 ESPN, 332 is our phone number. How much is the Bears organization changing? Plus, NFL playoffs start this weekend with two big quarterback questions. So we can't wait to talk to you about that. Want to get your thoughts on what we just talked about regarding the Bears, but we are so knee deep into the uh, NFL playoffs. We'll talk about it right here this morning on Cap and J Hood, weekday mornings at 7. It's the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Coming up, we got Shot or No Shot at 8 o'clock. And don't forget at 9 o'clock, the man, Tom Ricketts for the Chicago Cubs, is going to be with us at 9 o'clock because the Cubs convention is uh, rolling through town. And by the way, good weather for the Cubs convention. Usually you're just in a, a blizzard trying to get into the hotel. But now you got actually good weather. You can be able to walk up and have no problems going into the Cubs convention. I can't believe that we're to this point already. The holidays are past us. Mm-hmm. Me throwing my headphones is already 24 hours old. And is it? close. Uh huh. What time was that yesterday? Uh, in the nine o'clock hour, like nine ten, mm-hmm. something like that. Sure. Maybe we can commemorate it to get it. Right. <laughs> Give them a good toss. Well, you only have one headphone working now, so you just gotta, now you're going to take them both out. Correct. Okay. And by the way, for everyone out there, you better reimburse Zetterman for the headphones you brought. <laughs> those are my headphones. That's true. They are. I yours. paid for those. Yes. I take them. With, I actually give them to Shea every day. Mm-hmm. Those are my headphones that I broke. So. This is a good day for the Chicago Bears. How much is the Bears organization changing? And we're going to talk about the NFL playoffs as well. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. All right, let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. Warren is in as president. What are your thoughts as we go to Dallas, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app? Here's Justin on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Justin. 
Hey, good morning, Cap. Good morning, Hoodie. What's Happy up, New Justin? Year to you, all. you too. It's been a long time. Uh, first off, Hoodie, I want to congratulate you on being the Sportscaster of the Year. That's long overdue. Uh, Cap, you Thank should you. be Sportscaster of the Year, too. You all need to share that award because without without you all, Chicago Radio is nothing. And Appreciate you, man. Thank you for saying that. <clears throat> um, so, basically, I am, you know, despite of my takes in the past, I am happy to see where the organization is going, them hiring Kevin Warren. That's a real good look. But to me, honestly, ultimately, the ultimate change is going to be the results on the field. When the results on the field, all right, I know it'll take some time, but when the results, we can switch from 3-14 and to 14-3 and and we're playoff bound, that's when I feel like that's when the change is made. Um, I just want to let you all weigh in on that. You know, I appreciate y'all taking my call, and thanks a lot. Hey, I got a question. Wait, I got a question for Justin. Oh, did you? Go ahead. Hey, Justin. Go ahead. You're, go you ahead. I'm here. Go you, ahead. You're in the fragrance industry, right? Yes, sir. Have you ever whipped a bottle of fragrance in anger? Uh, Smashed you know what, it? Cap? Maybe it didn't smell I've, quite right to you? No, Cap, I've never did that. I, You know, like I said, I work for Nordstrom, so... My frustration comes when I get a lot of customers that, you know, you want they want you to make them samples. They want you to make them 10 and 20 samples, and then they don't buy anything. I understand people, you know, people have choices, but if I'm sitting up here making 20 and 30 samples for you, and then, you know, I, I'll come back, I have to come back. That's where my frustration lies. But, you know, you take the good with the bad. I would so, think, but I've never threw a bottle at all. I would no. think that your frustration also would be just people that, uh, you know, stink. Yeah, that need that well, fragrance. Yeah. Uh, come on, that might be a fine. <laughs> Why? Well, no, you know, what a pun! Hoody, one of the things, Hoody, one of the things that bothers me is like I'll get a I'll get a customer that comes in, and she'll say, "Oh, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm buying something for my twelve or thirteen year old. You know, he doesn't like the shower, and I'm just like, well, the fragrance is the last thing you need to be buying. Maybe you need to get a good soap. But uh, wow. yeah, all right, Justin, we appreciate the telephone. See you, man. Call. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. I didn't think that was fine-worthy. No. I thought it was actually a cute pun. Well, I, I did, too, but, I mean, we're working with Mr. Unfunny in there. so Correct. I mean, he doesn't doesn't want to... I, I thought because in the fragrance industry, someone comes in there and doesn't smell very good, and it's like, yeah, I don't want you in my shop. Correct. You smell terrible. I, I got to tell you, we're about to go two days in a row of somebody on this show trying to break something because the robocalls will not stop. I'm going to throw this phone through the window. I've gotten four straight robocalls, wireless customer. This phone's going through the window. My, my wife thinks I'm talking to someone else. She thinks, who are you on the phone with now? It's nobody, honey. It's scam likely. She's always calling me. It's always scam likely. Is there no way to block those? Like every day I get, hi, do you have any property you want to sell? No, I don't. All the time. And then I block the number and an hour later I get another one. All the time. It, it is it is whack-a-mole. You cannot stop those That's scam a great calls. way to put it. It's brutal though. Brutal. You can understand if this was the same number. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Right. Then here comes someone from Russia calling. Crazy. And here's someone from... What, what what is it, uh, Charlie? It's a small town in Oregon. Got that call yesterday from someone in Oregon, uh, Beaverton, Oregon. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I actually found out that I have. I, it's only scam artists in Beaverton. <laughs> I found out I have relatives in Nigeria. I did not know this. Yes, 
Yes. And they want to leave me a bunch of money. I have to just give them my bank information so that they will send it over. <laughs> Davenport, Iowa. Uh, listening on the ESPN <laughs> Chicago app, Austin on ESPN well, 1000. All right, Austin. What's up, Austin? Do you, do you guys are cracking me up. Have you guys ever had the extended warranty on your vehicle call? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, Every day. Many times. Every day. Oh, that one's such mess murder. I hate that one. But I just want to. I just want to comment quick on Kevin Warren. Um, I can't give out too many details, but I'm in the hospitality industry and have had the pleasure to serve Kevin Warren and his family. And I tell you what, Chicago is getting top notch human beings, and I, I don't think we could have done any, any better for a hire for our president for our our organization. You know, that's a 180 turn. Props to George and Virginia and everybody up top. You know, we make fun of those people, including myself. Mm-hmm. But wow, what what a hire! Well oh, yeah. said. Oh yeah, it, it's it's the top of the shelf. I mean, again, there were other candidates that wouldn't have been bad for the job, but they got someone to stop being the Big Ten commissioner. They're like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll come over and help the Chicago Bears. That that means a lot to me, and I know people will say, well, what have they done? And you know what? You have every right to say that because it is true. Same thing with polls. Same thing with Eberflus, same thing with Justin Fields. But the point is, it's starting at a good spot. You have qualified people in those positions. Well, normally. At, at, at the president position, for sure. Agreed. But normally, you would think just by track record hey, we need to get this. Yeah, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Just Is there anybody we could give an opportunity to? Hey, we want to get a new president that's going to help lead us into the next century of Bears football, and we want to build a stadium. Who's the best candidate? Oh, there's this guy, Kevin Warren. What's that going to cost? A lot. Okay, do it. I love it. I love it. Whatever it takes. Got to love that. It's doing business differently. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Let's go to Melrose Park. Here's Joey G. Joey, happy birthday. What's up, Cap? Happy happy birthday. Yahoo! 62! You made it. You, You made it, Joey. 62, Cap. I'm a little concerned. Why? I, I don't understand how you can get that upset, throw your headphones, and break your headphones. I get and fired second up. Of all, mom and dad, mom and dad should never fight. Correct. That is correct. I, yeah, I just don't understand it. I get, relax, buddy boy. I'm good. I'm in a good place now. You're in a good place. Yes. All right, I'm very happy with uh, the Warren uh, signing. Uh, it looks like the office part. It's Joey G. Large, one cream, four mocha. Yes, Joey. Okay. <laughs> what the? Did you like? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not eating wings, but I had to get coffee. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it seems like uh, the ladder in the office is good. I'm still concerned about our coaching staff. What do you think, Cam? It's a valid criticism or concern. We got to give them some talent and let's see what they could do. But we've got the runway financially, draft picks. Let's see what they can do over the next couple of years. Now, if they have a bad year next year, the guy through the glass here, Shea, he'll be ready to run them out of town. Well, that's the whole key. And then we'll find out how good Paul's is in drafting and signing. Correct. So. By that, we'll know. But anyways, listen, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal with a little Grey Goose in it. And, um, Love it. Love it. Hoodie. Sir? 
I love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Happy right, bu- happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday have to you. Have a great birthday, man. Champ, I got a, I got a medicine for that when you get nuts. Yeah. Have a beef sandwich. <laughs> love you, Joey. <laughs> happy birthday. It's our guy. How much is the Bears organization changing? Plus, the NFL playoffs start this weekend with two big quarterback questions. That's still to come on Captain J. Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. It's a football Friday on Cap and J. Hood here on ESPN 1000. Kevin Warren was named the president of the Chicago Bears yesterday. Lamar Jackson is going to be out this weekend. His knee is unstable. We'll talk about that momentarily. Also, uh, Atlanta to host the Bills Chiefs game. All AAA parks will have robot umps. And Lisa Marie Presley, the lone child of Elvis Presley, dies at age 54. She was just at the Golden Globes uh, this week, and she we found out yesterday that she passed away. Yeah, she went into cardiac arrest at her home, and then her mom, Priscilla, tweeted, please say a prayer, she's getting the best medical care, and the next thing we knew, she was gone. Very sad. Very, very sad. So we are talking to you about the Bears, getting your thoughts. 312-332-3776. How much is the Bears organization changing? Now, still to come, in an hour from now, we will hear from Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears. We'll get her thoughts on Kevin Warren and uh, this offseason for the Chicago Bears. But now, we'll get to your phone calls on the ride in. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show as we say good morning to Gorman and Mount Greenwood on ESPN 1000. All right, Gorman. Gordon, hey, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up? Good. Uh, you know, Kevin Warren, it looks like a, uh, a good choice. I like his resume. It seems like it'll be a, a positive addition to the team. Uh, I've been trying to get a hold of you guys for a couple of days. My concern is um, Fields, you know, I'm not hating on him. I think he's got a lot of potential. But if you look at the quarterbacks over, like, the last 15, 20 years, Brady, Rodgers, you know, they're not running quarterbacks they have the staying power in the league. You got guys like uh, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson. Well, you don't you don't need me to tell you what, what's going on with them, right? So, um, no, well, no, no, tell, uh, no, tell me, Gorman, what what is going on with them? Well, they're well. You, Lamar Jackson just uh, he gets injured, and they, they don't even know if he's going to be in this upcoming playoff game, right? Yeah, he's not going to play this weekend. Okay, and Cam Newton's out. He's out of the league. What did he play? Seven, eight years? How many years was he in? Can somebody? Help me here. Yeah, I can take a look. But what I can tell you is Justin Fields is not those guys. Justin no, Fields was he was not a running quarterback at Ohio State. He could throw the football. You just got to surround the man with talent. You got to protect him and get him receivers. So you're not concerned. Is, so my concern is not your concern. Correct. We are. If you if you're concerned about his ability to throw the football, we are on opposite ends of the spectrum. And I'm not saying he doesn't have to be better at his craft. He talked about that. Yes, I just got to get better as a quarterback. But go back and watch him at Ohio State. And I know he had great players with him. He was a surgeon. That guy was accurate. We appreciate the telephone call, Gorman. 312-332-3776. Speaking of quarterbacks, we mentioned in the little update about Lamar Jackson. So he tweeted out 14 hours ago, Cap, on his Twitter feed that he says, Thanks, everyone, for your support and concern regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process. I've suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. 
there is still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. He's in good spirits, and he goes on to thank the fans of the Ravens. You know what resonated with me most about that? So the Ravens didn't send out that release? Uh, was that, though, a release or just a social post? No, no. Why didn't the Ravens say that first? Why did Lamar have to put his own status out there first? That's a thought, good question. Valid thought, question. thought that was odd. Valid question. So the question out there regarding these playoffs is, if Lam- can Lamar Jackson really play? Or is this a power play by him by saying, I'm not securing the bag, we couldn't come to an agreement on a new contract, so I'm just sitting out? I don't know the answer to either one. My gut tells me that if Lamar Jackson could play, he would play. I believe that. But I also think it's very um, interesting that the Ravens did not put out the status of Lamar Jackson. And definitely Harbaugh won't talk about it. Oh, he'll say he's not available or whatever, but not to that extent. It wasn't that, um, didn't have that much granular detail. Interesting. Yeah, I'd have to make a call and find out why that's the case. I do not believe it had anything to do with this contract. I think he's truly injured. Every time I hear about the PCL or a grade two sprain or strength, like usually that is devastating where a player cannot play. And that that's really what's going on with him. What, and I don't know why he would, uh, why he would lie. I just think it's interesting that the Ravens haven't said anything about it to this detail. Yeah, I would love to know. I don't know how big sports radio is in Baltimore. I've never listened. What they're saying there. Hmm. Are they getting any more from the Ravens? Like, they're Courtney Cronin. Are they getting more from them than maybe we're getting? Yeah, I mean... You read what I read. Yeah. Like I like James Jameson Hemsley or whoever's covering it for uh, NFL Nation on ESPN. Like it's yeah, we know he's been out, but this clearly devastates the Ravens where he has not played in a while. They're not going anywhere. They're not. So but but now if you're another team and you see what's happening with Lamar, you're wondering, okay, so you didn't play because you were hurt or because you're injured? Like what which which one is it? Because you do have to ask if a guy's looking for three hundred million. Correct. You got to find out what's in between his ears. Now, I know his playing ability. He's a he's a gamer, man. He's played less than one hundred percent. It's funny when he says, I, "I I just can't give one hundred percent of myself to the guys." Well, who can this time of year? Who can? Right, but how, what you have it? What was the quote that he said? Read me exactly how he said it. Well, the, the whole thing? Yes, just a tweet. Okay, he says. Thank you, everyone, for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you an update as I'm in the recovery process. I've suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. There is still inflammation around my knee, and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue on with my treatments and my road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I just can't give 100% of myself to the guys and fans. I'm still hopeful that we still have a chance. That's the whole tweet. Right. So I can't give 100% of, of myself, myself to the guys. Yeah. To the guys. Yeah, I, I believe he's a gamer and that he would play. I don't True. think it has anything to do with money. Because he's made a... Again, he hadn't secured that bag, but he's made a lot of money. Now, I'm just wondering now, on the coming off this injury, how much does he expect to make? How much will he make? And the other question is, what team is he going to play for? You know, like if you're with Baltimore and you've had a, a ceiling to your success... You want to play where a team that you can win with. And you know some of these openings here. Play, you know, some of these other teams that are looking for a quarterback, like Tennessee. And like, 
You want to be able not to get paid, but also you want to be able to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Correct. Eh. But I think he'd go anywhere that would secure the bag. We all would. But you want to win, too. If somebody's offering you $250 million and someone else is offering you $100 million less, and I'm just pulling numbers out of the air, you're going where that 250 is. I'm not going down the dial to lose. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying, like, I'd, I'd be... You'd I'd, want the best scenario in both. Can I compete there? Yeah. And can I get paid? Oh, that, that, it's a, for me, it's a balance. Correct. Because, I, like, I can, I can make money anywhere, but will I be happy? Correct. And will I be able to win? I don't want to be like, hey, look at this guy making all this money. Boy, he loses every book. Correct. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. You want both. <laughs> right? You want both. If I can, right? I want to make a difference and make money. And by the way, to Go- Gorman, right? Was yeah. Our last Gorman one? from Mount Greenwood. Uh, Cam Newton played, played 11 years in the NFL. Dizzy the Mailman on Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. All right, Diz. Hey, what up, yo? Izzy the Mailman back. Good morning, Captain John. What's up? How y'all doing? Happy New Year. How are you? Friday. Man, I'm great. I'm great. I'm back on here because I had to come in and do some heavy packages. My start time is 8.30, so it's hard for me to get on on the normal start time. But I'm in here early, and I'm grateful that I'm able to talk to you guys. Where are you, in Chatham? Yes, yes. Yeah, I remember. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) So what's so, on your so mind? So much to talk about. You guys hit it on the head. This does feel like a beginning, like what the Blackhawks went through when McDonough came in. They had some pieces. They needed some leadership at the top, and now they got it. I feel that Kevin Warner is going to do that for us. I feel that this is the beginning of an infrastructure change in the front office that's going to trickle down and resonate within the team. Having the GM in place, having the coach in place, having a structure in place to be able to go and have a direction is something that we haven't had in probably 30 or 40 years, probably since Dicker. And this draft, this and next year's draft, may remind us in the, in the long run of around 83, 84 when they start to build that Super Bowl team. So mm. I'm very hopeful for the future of the Bears. I, I'm, I'm with you, and please stay safe out there. Have a great weekend. I'm with him. If you go back when the – the coach came in. Mm-hmm. Good, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coach came in. They weren't very good. Right. The 83 draft is what changed the franchise. If you go back and look who they got for in uh, undrafted free agents, I think Mark Hilgenberg. I think Bortz was like a seventh-round pick. Mark Richard Bortz. Dent. Yeah. Keith Van Horn was in there. Or Jimbo Covert came in one of those drafts. Jim McMahon. Like, all those dudes played a key role. That's what this draft is for the Bears. We'll get back to your phone calls momentarily. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Also, our look around the NFL with our playoff quarterback power rankings. We'll get to that and more. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We got Chowder No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000. Cap five starting quarterbacks already in line to be making their first career playoff starts. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Brock Purdy, 
Geno Smith and Daniel Jones. Purdy and Skylar Thompson would be rookies making their debut, but no rookie has won a playoff game since Russell Wilson did it in 2012, and none have gone to the Super Bowl. But that just shows you the diversity of what we're getting in the playoffs here on Saturday and Sunday, where there's veterans and then there's first-timers with a chance to be able to shine with the when the lights are on brightest in the playoffs. Correct. And it you realize in a violent sport like this just how tough it is to not only have the right roster, but to be healthy rolling into the playoffs. How is it that we're in the playoffs? We've got two seventh-rounders. It's crazy. Yeah, Purdy and, and Thompson are going to be like, because talent's everywhere, you know? Right? I mean, y'all, yes, we love that the Bears have the first pick in the draft. That's great. And it's, it's going to be a high trade, and hopefully that pick, pick plays di- dividends. For, but my God, man, we got two seventh rounders that's going to be in this these playoffs. Now, what they do, we I think we kind of know where that's going. But just the fact is, everyone has an opportunity to shine. That's why I think uh, Kyle Shanahan's the coach of the year. Mm-hmm. There's been some great coaching jobs. What Dan Campbell did to turn it around in Detroit, Nick Sirianni in Philly, obviously had a great year. There's been a bunch of really good. Brian Dable to take that roster to the playoffs. Very very cool. I think Kyle Shanahan losing his starting running back, Elijah Mitchell, in week one against the Bears, losing Trey Lance in week two, losing Jimmy Garoppolo, handing the keys over to Brock Purdy, and they win 10 games in a row to end the season. I think Kyle Shanahan's your coach of the year. The best quarterback in the playoffs that we're going to see uh, is whom? If can I ask you the question in a different way? Yes. If I told you we were having a draft, all 14 starting quarterbacks are available for a playoff run. You get to build your team. Who are you taking number one? Patrick that, Mahomes. I'm taking Joe Burrow. Okay. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes because that's not an old man out there. It's not. Like, there's a guy there that is destined to win, it, at the very minimum, another one. Another championship. Yeah. No jo- question. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes would also be in the discussion. I would be one of those three. For me, I think I would go Joe Burrow. I think. Let me ask you a question. If you took Patrick Mahomes, you pluck him off the Chiefs, and you drop him on any team in the NFL, does that, does that team make the playoffs? Let's say any non-playoff team. You, like, dropped him on the Bears? Yeah. No, they do not. Playoffs? No chance. What? How many wins do the Bears have with Mahomes? Uh, for this, this season? Yeah. Five, maybe. Yeah, he'd get killed. You play to win the game. <laughs> we saw what happened. I, to the... I feel like it might be nine or ten. No, no shot. You saw what happened to Mahomes in the Super Bowl when Tampa Bay got after him. He was horrible. This is not a. It shot. wasn't his fault. It's not a shot at Mahomes as much as it is just the offensive line. And then, of course, you talk about breaking the rushing record. Mahomes would definitely do that behind this line. And then he will look out there and say, "Smith, Marset, Saint Brown, hmm, Pettis." They, they, that, I tell you what, Mahomes in this offense would make uh, Cole commit an all-pro. A perennial all-pro. Because he'd get the lion's share of the catches. He would. He's the only guy that you probably could depend on. Correct. Amongst the, I mean, this is saying if uh, Darnell Mooney wasn't available. They would win five games. They would not. Nine or ten. He'd get the hell beaten out of him. So if you had Burrow one, would you have Mahomes two? Yes. Or Allen. Or yeah, Allen three? You can give me any of the three and I'll be, I'm good. Is Tom Brady in your top five? No. Okay. This year, all time, yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. This year, no, he's not. Okay. I would have um, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I would have Justin Herbert four. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would probably, probably have Jalen Hurts if I know that shoulder's healthy. Five. Tom Brady, six. Now, here's why I look at, Shay, what's really interesting for this list of quarterbacks in front of me. Now, Dak Prescott doesn't make my top ten. Me Because I think he has something still to prove. Doesn't mean he's bad. It's just uh, beige. It yeah. just, it's just like even when his, his return, it has not, he's not been spectacular. And this is not. He's actually been awful. He leads the league in interceptions. He's so, been horrific. So I'm still taking over him, though, Daniel Jones and Geno Smith, Skylar Thompson, and whatever the Ravens throw out there. But Bre- Doc, uh, Dak Prescott has a lot to prove. Really does. He does, 100%. I would have Trevor Lawrence higher than some people would. He's a top 10 quarterback in these playoffs, we will see. There's no question. Agreed. Where are you putting Kirk Cousins? He is 10. That's fair. Yeah, I think he's, that's very fair. I mean, for the numbers he's put up, what the, the Vikings have done, whether you give him credit or not, he's a top 10 quarterback. He's a veteran that can be able to help the team. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think 10 is very fair. I have Geno Smith, like 11. He's down there with Daniel Jones. Because a number of those guys, again, these are first-timers. Right. So they got something to prove. Like, they can't be in the top 10. And I know that people say, well, what about Trevor Lawrence? Well, he's been able to help carry that team for the, for the Jaguars. It's been very impressive. Yeah, I could go. Lawrence any- is five for me. Lawrence is really good. He, I've got to see him go on a, a little bit of a playoff run. I've got to see him perform there. He's never done that. Now see this. See the divide between us and, and Shea. Not, not let's not let the kid develop in the playoffs since his first experience. He's already a, a top five quarterback in these playoffs. See that? Well, what do you, I'm just doing power rankings. How are the guys playing right now? Lawrence has played like the best quarterback in football for the past five weeks. I, that matters to me. He's been incredible. Not Josh Allen. Allen can't stop turning the ball over in the red zone. Stop doing that. Can't do it. He's number two on my list, but, like, if you're going to keep giving the ball away in the red zone, I can't have you up there. He has the best TD interception ratio playoff history in the NFL. Okay, but I'm talking about how they're playing right now. I'm not ranking their playoff performances of the past, or Tom Brady would be number one. For me, Tom Brady's, like, ninth. Okay, Josh Allen was second in QBR to Mahomes the entire season. Right, but over the past how many weeks, he just keeps giving the ball away in the red zone. It's all he does. He leads the league in red zone interceptions. I guess if we're basing on how the quarterbacks are playing and how hot they are now than Shea, then Brock Purdy would be on the, either the same wavelength or ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Slightly. Great point. I don't know if that, I agree with that because that. His, his team is so good. Where? And Christian McCaffrey's carried so much of the workload. They haven't really been leaning on Brock Purdy as a passer. It's just... Their team is so good. They have their running back in McCaffrey carrying so much of the workload. They have an incredible receiver in Ayuk. You know, I could say the same thing for ATN and Kirk for Jacksonville, right? They've done a nice job. They've helped the offense in a big way. 100%. I mean, it just, it just uh, to me, I think we're, I mean, what we're talking about is top 10 quarterbacks. Either, however you put them, however you mix them up in the bag and bring them out, they're still going to be in the top ten. Because there's that bottom level of whoever the Ravens throw out there and Skylar Thompson and Geno, you know. Agreed. So, I mean, but it's, it's fascinating, though. But the, the whole point of the conversation is, boy, look at the quarterback position. Look how it's grown. Yeah. And it is 80s vibes for me, thinking about the quarterback position. Agreed. There's uh, six or eight teams. There's like, man, I, we got to draft one or we got to develop one, all that. But, Cap, this... You, you remember the 80s like I do. 
Like every week you see a quarterback out there, and then if that guy gets knocked out, the backup is as good as the starter. Holy shit. (laughs) Back then? It was different. Oh, my God. Now, I also believe that Josh Allen, Mahomes, they were going to play different football in the playoffs. You don't see as many guys getting opportunities, targets. They go to their guys, Mm -hmm. period. And Josh Allen is a proven playoff quarterback. Proven. I look forward to seeing how all this materializes as we take a look at our quarterbacks uh, in the playoffs on Saturday and Sunday. 312-332 ESPN is our phone number. What's the first game tomorrow? D on the south side on ESPN 1000. What's up, D? Gentlemen, gentlemen, greetings and salutations this morning. What's up, man? Um, the Seattle-San Francisco is at 330 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to say, Cap, I've broken several keyboards, headsets, mouse, you name it. I, I work in sales. Yep. So, yeah, it, it happens. Frustration gets there. You, you know, you can't punch a wall and you can't punch a person. So the next best thing is the equipment that you can possibly replace. Okay. So. So I can't punch the old National Bank studio walls. That would be expensive for me to fix. My exactly. partner is taller than me, bigger than me, and stronger than me. I can't punch him, and I'm the lover, not a fighter. Yeah. So I broke my own headphones. Yeah. Hey, smart move, man. Smart move. Hey, I, I knew you were a genius. That's, that's definitely the way you go about it. Like I said, I've broken three this year, and we're just fresh started. So. Wow. <laughs> it's January. <laughs> I'm a manager of a sales team, dude. So yeah, it's it's my employees and everybody else. But I will say this: uh, I'm happy with the Bears' move. Um, this new this new generation of Bear, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing. Um, but I know, and I know we're talking football, but so I'm taking Herbert mm-hmm. number one, right? I, I got to go Herbert. He's I love Mahomes. I love. Uh, 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 the Bills quarterback, I love them all. I think they're all awesome. But I think Herbert is that that, that prototypical quarterback that we all want to see and root for. You know, and plus, he plays in San Diego slash L.A. slash Charger, right? So yeah. and he has all, he's, and D's got all the physical tools. Again, he looks the part. That's what a talent evaluators, talent evaluators like Cap look at. Does he look the part? Is he strong enough? Does he have a strong enough arm? Right. And you and that's him. It's Lawrence. Justin, a lot of those guys, but Justin Herbert just needs a good, a better team around him. But he's and he may have that now with Mike Williams back healthy. Mm-hmm. He may have it. We're gonna find it's gonna be a hell of a game in Jacksonville. Don't forget, we're gonna talk to Tom Ricketts coming up at nine o'clock. But first, shot or no shot in two minutes on Chicago's home for sports.